Welcome to Creepcast number 16. Boy, we do it. We are the Power Creeps. We are. I'm the Butcher. I'm Spooky Pants. We love magic. Magic is great. Magic loves magic us. Magic is good. This is a weekly, well, kind of weekly, Magic the Gathering podcast. Yeah. We do this all the time. We do it like pros. And we do it right. Powercreeps.com is our website. It's good. We just redid it a little bit. Uh, you did. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, I, you know my computer's been broke, so I haven't, I haven't really been able to do much as far as that goes. But that's a, that's awesome. You should get your computer fixed. I know this guy's gonna fix it. He's awesome. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> so check out the new site. Uh, content's getting added. <laughs> yeah. As we speak. Yeah. Sort of. And we'll talk about that later too. Yeah. Uh, Twitter us. I am the Butcher CC on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I am a Spooky Pants CC. And your computer's broken, so... My computer's broken, and I actually forgot my Twitter password yet, <laughs> yet again, so... We'll figure that out. Just just tweet the butcher. You can tweet him, too. You can tweet my name out there. <laughs> I won't be able to look at it, but hey. We have a sponsor, uh, Sards MTG Depot. Yep. Uh, great site. Uh, they sell magic singles. It's an eBay store. Yep, you have to go check it out. It's good stuff. You know, check check them out. Give them a chance. Free giveaways. Yeah, a lot she, of free shipping. She treats her customers well. That's for sure. And if anybody shopped there, they should let us know what they thought. Yeah, let us so know. Send me an email. Say hey, I checked it out. It was awesome. That's probably what they're gonna say. And we have a link for that site on our uh, homepage, and it'll be in the show notes. Yep. So definitely check it out. They're sponsoring the show, so we want mm-hmm. our our faithful listeners should at least you know give it a yeah. shot. We are on the MTG Cast Network, mtgcast.com. Yes. That's what we do. <laughs> and uh, one other thing I want to throw out there is we had a couple guys send us a message from uh, Casual People. Yeah. And right. we just got a chance to look at their site finally tonight. We've been super busy. Yeah. And I want to shout out to them. Actually, their site's pretty cool. I didn't look at everything, but they got some videos and stuff up. They look like they're kind of having a good time. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, uh, from what I read real quick, it was a uh, Utah-based... Just magic group. Yeah. Just a bunch of guys that have been recording their games. Kind of. Do, I mean, they're doing kind of what we do. They so. got some like they're more about casual rogue decks, which is awesome. Yeah. It's uh, www.thecasualappeal.com, and we might talk to them about writing with for our site and stuff too. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We're, uh, we got a, we got a few offers as far as writing for our site, and we're gonna. We're definitely gonna entertain them. We're gonna entertain those thoughts. Entertain yeah. the the offer. We're gonna perish the thoughts. We're probably gonna do it. <laughs> That's the big secret. Yeah, we're just gonna do it. We're gonna do it. If you want to write for a site, go ahead. <laughs> Everybody, just start writing. It should probably be about magic. It could be about Star Wars. Mm. It could be about Star Trek. Only about Star Wars episode one. Episode oh, just episode one. The good one. Yeah, the, the best one. The best one. <laughs> That's there. You go. Last week's music was from Super Metroid for the Super Nintendo. Yeah, it's funny because uh, I started playing that again, like right, right after. Right after we did that, I'm like, ah, you know, I have that game still. It's one of the few games I got for Super Nintendo. You played it on the actual Super Nintendo? Oh, yeah. Old school. Old I, don't, I don't mess around. You don't do emulators? No, I, my computer doesn't work. And I don't have a controller. I do the emulators, but I don't have a controller. Yeah, most they, I'm not going to use arrow keys and <laughs> A, B for jump. Metroid. No. Use, a, use a flight yoke. Yeah. <laughs> so lame. <laughs> you know. No, but yeah, it's, it's it's a good game. I got a steering wheel you can borrow too. You oh, yeah, that'd be sweet. Metroid. Gattle for the trigger. 
Okay, yeah. So I, I, I know you picked out a pretty good song this week, right? We don't know what it is yet, but it's going to be amazing, I bet. I know you've been thinking about it. Um, we'll see. Whatever it is, it's going to be top-notch, top-shelf. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling <laughs> I have a feeling it's really good. Uh, today's show, of course, we'll do our magic news. Uh, we'll talk about... There's a lot of top eights that have come out from Nationals or the world. Mm-hmm. Really surprising deck list. Yeah, we're just going to go with Italy, because I think it has a pretty good scope of... The metagame. The current metagame, which is kind of the same as it was. A year ago. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we'll just go over the top eight Italy because it was most interesting. and mm-hmm. We'll talk about some of those decks. Uh, we're going to have a little discussion on the new uh, Magic Tactics for the PlayStation 3, which yeah. we're both really excited about. I'm getting there, yeah. I'm kind of getting mixed feelings. It's got some it. issues. We'll see. We'll talk about that. Uh, we have our card watch. We're actually going to go over a list that we already put up on the yeah, site. Yeah, there's really not anything that's screaming buy or sell this no, over the last, I mean, the M11 cards, some of them have gone up. Some are, pretty but obvious. It's pretty much our top five. Primeval Titan, yeah. Funa Shaman. Funa <laughs> Shaman. Or the Funa Shumans. <laughs> Get those Funa Shumans while you can. Yeah. So we'll go over our list. Well, our list is a little old, but we'll go over what we picked and see how we Let's did. Yeah, kind of go over our highlights. Kind of interesting. We're going to finally crown a champion for the uh, black card contest. Mm-hmm. And we both agreed. Yeah, we did. Yep. But we got some runner-ups that we'll mention. We'll mention a couple cards, and they're they're pretty good. Uh, we'll do some comments, of course, and that's about it. Finish the show up. So mm-hmm. we should do an outro. <laughs> that's what I call it, outro. outro. Is that a professional term, or is that just that's that a is, music term, isn't it? I think it's kind of a music term, but you know, hey, whatever. It'll work for a podcast. We're, we're professionals. We have thirty dollar mic <laughs> and free. No, the mic was more than thirty bucks. Oh, was it like sixty? I think it was a six. It sounds good. It sounds all right. It's a cat. I, I kind of like the way I sounded on the first, like, seven shows with a rock band mic. Really? You didn't? No, you didn't. I think people liked it better. Really? Yeah, I sounded a lot deeper on that. You sound deep enough. I, I, I don't want to lose the sexiness <laughs> I bring to the show. So, well, since it's been about a week and a half, two weeks. A week and a half, yeah. There's some magic news out there floating around. And maybe uh, that's another thing we should talk about, too. What? Just real quick. Um, the the fact that we're going to be very busy this month. And, I mean, we're going to try to do the shows as often as we can, but it might be a little fewer and far in between. It's going to be about a week and a half between shows. It's probably going to be about a week, week and a half. Yeah. We'll, we'll do them. No big news. We'll get them done. We'll get them done. I don't want to make our listeners upset. We don't want to start. We don't want to start out the show like the bad news, but... It's not really bad news, just... It is, it is. Our listeners love us. So what's the big news? The biggest announcement is obviously the, the second Mirrodin expansion. Really? I, you know, I think that's weird that that's big news. Well, I mean, it's it's big news. It's, it gets a title, it kind of... You know, there's, some, there's a picture, I guess, so you can see <laughs> what kind of weapon they're going to use. Oh, so yeah, that's the, the Klingon? Yeah, it's basically, it's called Mirrodin Besieged. Yeah. So, so you know, Mirrodin's under attack. Yeah, it's the second set in the Mirrodin block, and this is the rumored double pack block where you kind of pick a side. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and it's Elspeth versus Tezzeret kind of deal. Oh, is it? That's kind of what we're thinking. Hmm. Yeah, that and makes sense. Otherwise, other than that, we don't know much. It is going to be a three-set block. We know that now, which we never really doubted. Yeah. And it's a small set. 
So they're not changing. Pretty, yeah, it's, it's pretty standard. They're not going to change anything that in that regard. Zendikar. And the release date is February fourth of twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. So it's it'll come fast after Scars. Yeah. And there's not much else to really say. Uh, the picture is is like a a guy in armor with a Cleon weapon. Right. I mean, that's kind of what. He looks like the uh, Superman. Remember when Superman died and there was those four Supermans? Oh, yeah, he's the Man of Steel. Yeah, the Man of Steel with the hammer. Now, is that Urza? Is that what? A, is that a beard? Because if, if, if it's a white beard, that could be Urza. No. Okay, well, what is that white thing around his chin? That's a beard. Well, that's Urza, then. Oh, Urza. Oh, I didn't. I, I thought other people could have beards besides Urza. Nope, he pretty much <laughs> has a beard. Yep. Damn. No, I bet you it's him. What if it's uh, Kenny Loggins? Urza's back. Chuck Norris? (laughs) So there you go. Mirrodin besieged. Yeah, that picture is a little too dynamic to be a planeswalker. Oh, you think so? I don't know. It is a full body shot action pose, so I... Yeah. To me, it looks like it's an armor or something. Yeah, he's got some sort of armor on. Oh, you think it might be an art, like an equipment or something? Yeah, like Urza's... Klingon weapon with <laughs> armor. What else we got here? Uh, they're starting a new thing on Magic Online, which we thought was interesting. It's Thursday Night Magic. Thursday Night Magic to get you ready for your Friday. Yeah, night they're kind of selling like you know, get ready for Friday Night Magic. Get ready for Friday by and spending sh- more money on yeah. Magic Online. That's the thing. I don't. I, don't I, I think what they're trying to do too is they're really trying to segue like. We want people to play both, play both which yeah. is ridiculous. That's pretty tough. I think a lot of people are, though. How many listeners? I'd actually like to hear some comments from listeners. I mean, if obviously you play Magic, but I mean, do you play paper or do you play online? And how many of you actually play both consistently? And if you play both, can you afford to play like good decks in both? And, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of factors. You got your, you know. Cases online and offline. Exactly, that would be a good question. And what they're doing is, yeah, and, and they are really pushing. You know, get ready for Friday Night Magic. Get By, ready. Yeah. And it's really weird, but they're running events. It looks like they're doing it all day Thursday. It's you know 10 a.m. to well, it's only wait, wait, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. That's Pacific. And then they're doing 8 p.m. to 3 a.m. So that's really odd. So they're doing it twice in the day until 3 a.m., you know, I guess for the people, you know, late night or overseas or whatnot. So basically you just come, you come with the packs and you need two tickets. They don't charge you any tickets. Uh, product only, no, it's product only for draft and sealed deck events. And then it's two tickets, oh, it's only two tickets for the constructed events. Mm-hmm. So like if you do, if you play sealed or or draft you just bring the packs. Normally you got to pay a, a two tickets or four. Yeah. Tickets. And then the, the uh, constructed you do have to come to yeah you can play standard but you got to spend two tickets which is usually five tickets I believe right uh, for standard. Yeah, so it's it might a little be, it's cheaper up. so it's actually kind of nice for people that just want to play. Yeah. You know yeah. forget the magic Friday night magic forget, tie forget, in. Yeah, forget the tie in more money. And the but. you know the prize payout is you know. And there's there's th- sw- the three round Swiss events. Oh, they are. So okay. it's kind of like a Friday Night Magic. You know, Friday Night Magic are usually three. Yeah, but four they rounds. usually are, aren't they? Anyway, I mean, the just the, the drafts that they do twenty four seven all the time are pretty much that way. Well, they're they're eight four 
you know, what is it, four three two two? Four three two two. So it's three rounds, yeah, usually. But the Swiss means you'll get pared down and stuff like that. So it's a little, you know, you, you have a chance to win if you lose the first match. You yeah. Still stay in it. And basically, what it looks like is, if you win one match, you get a booster pack. If you win two matches, you get two, and if you win three, all three, you get four. Hmm. That's pretty much the way it looks. That's for draft. Actually, that's just draft. Sealed's a little different. Sealed is one prize, one boost pack prize, three for two wins, and five for three wins. It's confusing to say this, but yeah. And then, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, we're really confusing. There's actually a four booster sealed and a six booster sealed also. It's kind of interesting. Not they don't even the, do that on Friday Night Magic. I don't think I've ever seen that before. So get ready, get ready for Friday Night Magic by playing th- playing so you can't play. play yeah, playing these different formats. Well, they're not going to play sealed in a Friday Night Magic anyway. It's always going to be draft or or, or standard, you, unless it's a prelease or some sort of new set came out. Yeah. So sealed in general. Well, their tie-in is pretty weak. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty obvious they pretty much wanted to do this and just kind of say, "Well, we don't want to piss off the paper people, so we're just going to say it's yeah. a tie." That's what's happening. Well, yeah, Friday nights for yeah. Magic. Yeah. Like, Thursday nights for online Magic. I gotta imagine there's a there's a big slew of people out there that get mad about Magic Online, kind of right? Like they're trying to. Maybe, maybe not. Like oh, I think there are over. some people that are. I mean, there's people that are like. I guess in the Magic community, they're probably on. One side of the fence or another, where it's either paper or or online. Well, I, I, I doubt. I doubt. There's really not too many people that are doing both. You know. I'll tell you what. I think the four booster sealed could be interesting. That's a little cheaper to play. Four booster pack sealed. Yeah, I mean, it'd be kind of fun to try. I don't know how it'd be as a format. It just, I don't know. But boy, that'd be interesting. It's something different. So I think, you know, I think this is great. And yeah, they, the, can, they can try a bunch of different stuff. That's the thing about online is you can, they can make up formats. And yeah. That's, you know. And then they, so you have a four, and then the six sealed, the normal booster draft, which is six. Yeah. The prize payout goes as follows. If you win once, you get two boosters. If you win twice, you get four. And if you win all three, you get eight. Eight So boost. the prize pay, pay is actually pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. And that's, again, if you're playing sealed... It's pretty sealed, much like a Friday Night Magic, though. Yeah, and if you're playing sealed, you don't have an entry fee. It's yep. just the packs. And then Thursday Night Magic Constructed, obviously the prize payout's not quite as good. It's two match, you know, win one match, you get nothing. Win two match, you get one booster. Win all three, and you get only two boosters. Wow. Because you're not buying any product, you know, you're just buying the tickets. Yeah. So, and then, oh, and by the way, we didn't mention, there's a promo card, too, every Thursday. Every Thursday, yep, they're doing the promo cards now. To Crozen Grip is this one. Crozen Grip, yeah. That's the split second destroy artifact or enchantment. Which is a good card. You yeah. might you might see come back with Scars Mirrodin. With split second, I doubt it. You you I, you know split second is a is a wonderful ability that one I of think, your favorites is one it? of my favorites and yeah. I think it should be brought back, dude. Especially in a counter heavy environment. Yada yada yada, good stuff. So I think this is actually really cool. The more I read it, the more I like it. I think if you're going to play like a draft or something... I think it's cool. I, I just don't think they should try to tie it in. It doesn't... Yeah, I, I, mean, I think that's a poor marketing scheme. You can tell they're just trying... Like you said, we said they're just trying to... Greed. Greed is good. Greed is good. Greed is great. Well, at least they're doing... It's about time they're doing something special like every week where you can at least... Yeah, they should have done that. They should have just done that... A long time ago. A long ago. time ago and just said, this is online. Exactly. Online, it's Thursday. Exactly. So this is great, though. I, I, I bet you this will be pretty successful. 
I mean, the giveaway cards. It'll are... be successful with the people that are already online. It's not. It's no. You're not going to see these Friday Night Magic people be like, oh, you know what? I should practice. Well, maybe I should practice. If they're going to get some good competition. My Friday Night decks and just spend, you know, a thousand dollars on like and build a deck. <laughs> I think it's possible, but I, I think what I'm really interested to see is this four booster draft deal. Yeah. What's going on there? I mean, if that's like a new format, that could be fun. Could be a lot more interesting. Although it could be real bomb heavy. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll try that out. We'll, we'll yeah. We'll, we'll test it out. It starts. We'll try it out. Uh, uh, it starts August fifth. I mean, they're not. Wasting, we'll have to. You. That's that's Thursday. Well, they're not wasting any time. There you go. You try it out Thursday, and you'll record it and put it up. I probably won't Friday. record it. <laughs> I know. I'll I'll try it out. See how it we'll goes. Just, we'll just try it out. I think it's cool. I'm actually really excited about that. There you go. That's pretty sweet. All right. Any other news? Oh, uh, Tom. Tamaru, how, how do you say that? Tamaru Saito. Saito, yeah. I, I know, I've actually met him. Oh, you did? Well, I didn't really, I just kind of said hi and uh, splat and a picture with him. Oh, he did? At the Grand Prix uh, here in Minneapolis. So he, yeah. was, he was really nice. He, he uh, oh, sure. took time to take a picture. Anyway, he won Grand Prix Columbus, which was a legacy tournament. Oh, Legacy, okay. And so we didn't, we're not going to talk much about it, but he was playing a Merfolk deck. Which oh, yeah, Merfolk. Which yep. is crazy. It's pretty popular. Yeah. So I just thought we'd throw it out there. He's he's pretty, he's a favorite player, I think, a lot of people. Yeah, he's like good. Him. He's a good guy. Yeah. Um, the other thing we want to talk about was the game day coming up. M11. Game day. M11. They do this now with every set. Yeah. I've never really attended one. Because usually after the pre-releases and stuff, I'm pretty burnt out on... They usually have pretty decent promos. I I know what... They're pretty cool. You know, I remember the World Wake ones. I don't remember the Rise of Eldrazi one. I don't either. I know World Wake was Calastria Highborn and uh, that that uh, ally, Hata Freeblade or whatever. Yeah, and then I remember Zendikar was the Amiri Angel, was one of them. I don't remember the Rise of Eldrazi. I don't either. Whatever. But these ones... <laughs> it was Jason Mike's culture. Yeah, that I think people would actually go. I, again, I've never <laughs> been a big game day fan, so I don't know. Maybe people love doing this. I, you know, what, what are the promos? Nothing too awesome. It's Liliana Spectre. Which the art, I'll say the art is actually sometimes better. The full art cards are awesome. Yeah. I mean, the, there's the not a single is, person that doesn't like them. The art is better, way better than the original. Is it the same art just full, or is it new? Is it, these are all new art. It's yeah. new art, okay. yeah. It's good. It's really awesome. Yeah. yeah. My, and my totic slime. My totic slime is the prize one, the foil one, and that yeah. it's awesome. The art is ridiculous. Yeah, they're both good. It's a good card too. So yeah, my totic slime's a great card. So I think the you know the full art cards are they got to give them away more. They got to find yeah. more ways to give them away because they're just awesome. You know what I say? I say ditch the foils and do full art. Cards. Like at Friday Night Magics and stuff. No, I'm just saying if you're gonna do if you're gonna do like cards to sneak into packs to try to make them chase cards. Get rid of foil cards. And just do full Just get art. rid of the stupid foils. I mean, yeah. really, who cares? That's a good idea. Why not just do full art? Because nobody cares about foil, really. I mean, I almost think you, foil, you I maybe mean, keep foil lands and that's it. I don't know. I, I, I'm just thinking, how expensive? I'm probably, it's, a lot, it's probably a lot easier to do a foil gloss over a card than it is to like actually make a whole new card frame and everything. You know, well, I'm sure, but art. it's worth it for them if it's a chase card. I mean, either... You're not going to make as many. Boy, that would be pretty cool to have foil. But what would you or just do? full art of everything. I don't know about that. That might Why be too, not? It might be overkill. Why not? Although people just would like go, foils, people would go crazy though. Do I tell you, people like I actually want full art versions of like all the cards I play with, as opposed to 
you know, a uh, foil. Nobody cares about foil anymore. Nobody cares about foils are the dumbest thing. Yeah. If you collect them, you're an idiot. But even if... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. But even if they, uh... Even if they give away... You know, they should give these away. Like, uh, the thing where you and I have just been stumped about is all these giveaways lately have been non-standard cards online. Yeah. And they're starting to give standard cards for Friday Night Magics on paper, but they're like stuff, you know, rotating out. And Yeah, oh, like, here's a Blood Braid. Yeah, I it's mean... It's good for two or three months. I mean, they gotta, you know, they gotta make current cards, you know, make people show up to these tournaments to get cards. Yeah. Obviously, you're not gonna do Jason Mind Sculptor, but... Well, you could. I mean, it would be a Remember you were saying thing. that, you could... It'd be genius. You could do, you could do, and it doesn't have to necessarily be like a mythic. I mean, you could do like a rare, you know. Oh, you, you could, could do, do a common or an uncommon. And it, whatever. Full just, art, people would, and if it was a standard plate, like a mana leak or something, people would show up and oh, go. Oh, for sure, for sure. So I don't know why they haven't, why they keep messing around with these out-of-date cards. And I mean, if you're going to play standard, you play standard. Yeah, exactly. I don't get that. I yeah, never if understood that. If you're that. showing up to do a standard tournament, you should get a standard card exactly. as a prize. I agree wholeheartedly. I bet you everybody does. I think, yeah. We're I, always right. Well, I don't know. I mean, is Wizards pretty good at listening? I remember we were talking to Tom a while ago, and he says Wizards is really good at listening to the to the people. We are voice of the people. Well, I don't know. I mean, I just... I, I, I might have to disagree with Tom. I don't think they... Oh, you too. Do they? Oh, of course they do. Well, they gotta check it to out. To some right? degree. They got somebody listening. Maybe not to us, but... Yeah. Some of the bigger, bigger shows. So the game day is... There's au- bigger shows? No, <laughs> Believe it or not. Uh, game day is August 14th. Woo! That's two a, days after my birthday. At a store near you. Mm-hmm. So go check that out if you're into the game day. Nice. That's really about it. There's a couple other news items. There's, like I said, there's a lot of top eights. Yeah. We're, we're not going to go over every... Because we, we've we've learned that reading off deck list on the podcast just isn't... It's just really exciting. It's not a strong suit. I guess you could put it that way. But we do want to break down... Well, and the thing is, not to mention that, but reading off the same deck list, like, every week is just... <laughs> with, with, like, re- one different card? Yeah, like, basically all we do anyway is we li- we'll name a deck, like, say, okay, number one is banned. Anything new? Anything new? Yep, yeah. one card. So... We're not going to see what that card is either anymore. What are we going to do? Nothing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> all right, so we have the Italia... Italia... Italian... Italy national. <laughs> it's a tough word, I don't know. Italia. Italia. <laughs> Italy. We have the uh, Italian nationals. Mm-hmm. And we have a look at the top eight. Number one was banned. Oh, yeah. What's the new card in it? <laughs> <laughs> so I got first place. So we're going to go and take a look. Good thing uh, TCG players fast. TCG player, TGA. TTTT player. Okay. So what's different? Well, it's got the Fauna Shamans. Four Fauna Shamans. Yeah, that's different. We haven't seen that yet. And basically that's it. It's your typical... Oh, it's got uh, the Venge Vines, which they've been using for a while. It's running the conscription package. You know, it's two Sovereigns. So it's just kind of... It's still a strong deck. It's still the the mythic kind of deck where... I mean, with the Fauna Shaman now... It's it's only got two Jason Mind Sculptors. Well, I think it's... They really have that in there just to counter Jace. I think, right? That was no, that's what, the, that's what the two Jace Bellerins in the sideboard. Oh, sure. So the Fauna Shaman really helps this deck because the, then you can get to your Sovereigns and Lost Alarm pretty much guaranteed. Yeah. And you can win the game. That's so. it. That's it in a nutshell. <laughs> so there's really not much different. I'm sure somebody will point out that there's like a certain land in here or something that's different. Maybe then the 
Valkyries at running four? I don't know if they always have. They always have. Do they? Okay. You know, Ranger VLs. One Ranger. One Ranger kind of snuck in there. So second place is the Naya Shaman deck. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's going to look a lot different than all the Naya decks we've seen. Mm. Not really. Well, you know, they might be running like one ofs and... Fauna Shaman, I bet. And again... Yeah, they see... Yeah, I was right. They're running one Realm Razor, one Stoneforge, one Sun well, Titan, one Astral. Well, yeah, Realm. because it's kind of the toolbox version. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, Ryu with the Fauna so Shaman. It, it, is, it is quite a bit different than yeah, the other Yeah, those are a little different. And you're still running the Basilisk Collar Cunning Spark Mage package. Yeah. Which... Obviously, he's good enough to make the cut. You got that, yep. So this deck's a little more interesting. It's kind of a toolbox deck. The Sun Titan and the Realm Razor, to me, are really kind of stand out as surprising. Yeah, I mean, Realm Razor... I mean, Ra- the Sun Titans, what, for the Fauna Shamans? Keep bringing them back? Sure. Realm Razor is just, if, I mean... If you're kind of like a... If you have board control, yeah. you win the game, basically. Yeah. If you have your mana makers out. Yeah. I mean, that it's, it's not a bad idea. You got your, yeah. It's obviously it's, a good deck. Definitely. I like it. Not accelerating. Well, you still have four Noble Hierarchs, so... Yeah. You got the Noble Hierarchs, and you, you do have the Knights of the Reliquary to just... Two bobs, for sure. Throw in all your lands, so... It's pretty slick. Pretty slick. Pretty slick, I like. Third place, we have Jund. And you? <laughs> we always... Yeah. Anthemancer main deck. Anthemancer main deck, yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, I've always wondered why this card isn't being played more since it came out. Because everybody runs non-basic lands up the Wazoo. Yeah, that's true. So but I've it never, does have Unearth too, which is real. Yep, uh, I've never really understood why that card just doesn't... But that's a good idea. Throw it in Jund. You know, if you Blood Braid into it, you still got a 2-2 creature that did some damage. Yeah, and great, you can, great And you can unearth, uh, finish with it by unearthing it. You know, this is kind of the real creature-heavy version, I take it. No. Yeah, Maelstrom, Pulse, Lightning Bolt, Lightning. <laughs> no, it's not. Obviously, I have it. It's pretty much the old school It's pretty much the old school Jund. With Anthemancers. Terminate with Anth- Okay. So there you go. There's some secret Jund tech for money bags. Yep. Hot new tech. <laughs> Anthemancer. We actually have a Polymorph in fourth place. Unbelievable. Uh, really, well, two, now we're down to two Awakening Zones. I don't know why they must feel confident with... Oh, Chalice. That was my, that was my idea. Really? I thought Green everybody chalice. ran Chalice. I don't know. They probably did. Mana Leaks, four of them. Just really counter-heavy. Preordains showing up. You know, and obviously the finishers and cool. I don't really understand why you dropped it down to two Awakening Zones. Because you'd really think you'd want to you'd wanna run four of those to get the creatures out. I think the four Kalani Gardens are... I guess so. Are good I guess you're, you're with, you know... With four preordains, four punters. <laughs> you got so much counter that... And you're going through your deck. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, the, the thing with the Awakening Zone is you're basically going to want to counter if they counter your Awakening Zone. So I think that's probably why they were only run two. Yeah, it's a slower deck, but once it goes off it, you know, you win. Surprised they don't have... Oh, they do have Mass Polymorph in the sideboard, too, just in case they, you know, trickery. Trickery? Well, they try to use, uh, what's that one? Thought Hemorrhage. Thought Hemorrhage. I always forget that card. Trickery. That's Trickery. I like Trickery. That's the nickname for the card, Trickery. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I like it. Trickery. So there you go, Polymorph. Um, sixth place, or that's, what is that? Titan Ramp. Titan Ramp. And this is kind of what finishes the top eight. There's like three of these decks. Yeah. This is the Volokut deck with the uh, Primeval Titans. 
Yep, basically. I think they, they were finished it out, right? Yep, pretty it's much. Avengers and a car. This is the deck we've already seen. Game. Yep, Cultivate. It's, it's the most, it's like the hot deck everybody's playing right now. It's the one I'd play if I had money. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, I love Volikut. Two is too obvious. I think the real pros like myself would like to... Mono Black Control. It would, yeah. Do, do it kind of an underdog. <laughs> is there black even in anything? Oh, no, nothing. Jund. Oh, Jund, That's yeah. it. But black really is taking Anth- off. Anthomancer is the hot new black card. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, there's really nothing different about this deck. I'm sure all the all the listeners have seen this a hundred times. Um, three only three Haros. I, I thought they weren't really running Haro with this. So that, oh no, yeah, oh that, yeah. Okay. Lightning bolt, rampant girl. Obviously, siege gangs in there just to give you permanents to block with and stuff, and then do some. Di- yep, just a typical Volakut with the new primeval titan. While wow, that deck was pretty popular. In Italy. I wonder how much is Primeval Titan going for? Well, let's check it out. And by the way, there was a uh, Blue Control deck. Yeah, we'll just mention it. In the sixth la- the place. Last, last three was yeah, Blue White Control, and then uh, seventh and eighth were both Titan Ramp decks. So. And the Blue White Control, before we go, we're going to look up Primeval Titan, too. Um. I know he's up there. Yeah, he's he's pushing forty five bucks. He's probably worth fifty if you're not looking on the internet, uh, which is horrible. <laughs> you know, like forget it if you don't have. You know, him, at least at least he's a three of, which is better than Jace, I guess. But yeah, but Jace to me. You know, better. I'm just getting I'm getting real sick of cards. Every every set I got a card that's climbing over. Except Rise of Eldrazi didn't really have one, did it? Uh, not that expensive, no. Well, Vengevine's up there, 30, 40 bucks yeah, okay, for a while. Yeah, you're right. And it's going to kind of, you know, it's going to go back and forth. But it's just, yeah, I, I mean, I, at least I mean, with Jace, you can use it in pretty much every blue deck. The Jace is the most ridiculous, though. So. Yeah, but, I mean, Primeval Price Titan, wise, you kind of, he's really good, but you kind of have to go with a certain kind of theme with your deck. Yeah. I mean, Jace, you're just going to put, if you have yeah, blue. Yeah, he should be cheaper. I, I, I agree. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Fauna Shaman was twelve bucks. It's teetering around. It's about fifteen, maybe. Well, it's about twelve. I can't believe that's not. I mean, I guess it's, if it was a mythic, it'd probably worth fifty bucks, right? Oh yeah. So it's a rare, but that, this is the one that's showing up in every deck. You know, Fauna Shaman, mm-hmm. pretty much. So that's obviously. Yeah, but I mean, the, the most it'll go up is about twenty bucks. But see, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with ten dollars for that card. It's fine. No, no, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, that's perfect. But, I'm, I mean, uh, I don't know. Primeval Titan, I'm sorry, that's too much. Well, yeah, I mean, how, I mean, I don't have, you know, $200 to mm-hmm. buy a place that I wish. I mean, we're making a lot of money with the show now, but I just don't got it. Mm-hmm. I'm strapped. Strapped for the cash. So, this Blue White Control, which was sixth place. Yeah. Again, I, I think it's just the Mana Leaks. Well, they got Jace Bellerin in it, which is, and the Mind Sculptor. And Sun Titan, oh, okay, that is interesting. That's the the Sun Titan Bellerin combo. Okay, sure. You just draw out and just keep playing it over again. Draw, keep playing it, or else you kill Jace. Yeah, yeah, obviously. So there you go. And the Wall of Omens. So they really have Sun Titan there just for that. Well, just to no, get rid of in the Jace. Wall of Omens, you can bring it back and draw cards and then block again, etc. Yeah, et cetera. so okay. yeah, because that's really the only permanence. Besides, and I guess you know, grabbing a land or two. You know, I guess oh, you grab your Tectonics out again. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Sun Titan has his uses. I mean, yeah, I, I like this build. I, I, like knew he, I knew he was going to find a place. It's just... Well, I like this build a lot. Because I like using Tectonic Edge again. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? 
So, and obviously you got the Mana League now. It's actually running deprived. It's got the four spreading seas. So it is It is trying to screw over your lands. It's a typical... I like the twist. I like the land destruction theme, too. Sure. Oh, that's a good one. That it's, looks, a, it's a good good blue and like white deck. Quality build. That's what I, if I was going to go blue white control, that's probably the I like that build. It's would a, go. It's a, I like how uh, a deck's got to have more than just one thing going on for me. Yeah. Like, it can't just be all counters. Polymorph. Like, or, you, or you like hate I, polymorph. I hate polymorph. I hate yeah. it. It's a one trick pony. It's just it's just too. If you do one thing to that deck, like all you got to do is thought hemorrhage. Yeah, like, uh, but you okay. know what? <laughs> so it, you can win. win on turn four, you know. Or essentially, you can win on turn four or five. So it's it has its it's the double edged sword. Yeah, it can win on turn three. It's a double edged doom blade. I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. All right, so there you go. There's our top eight analysis, which there was a, there was some different stuff. It was kind of cool. <laughs> we, we did a really good job. Did you like it? <laughs> so what did you think? So what did you think? You like it? So do we want to do the going to break first, or do you want to jump into the tac- magic tactics uh, shenanigans? Yeah. That's a tough call. I don't want you to think uh, about it too long. <laughs> well, you know, All right, let's take, I'll a, take a break. Let's take a break. Get our get our stuff. Let's together. get our head right. Let's get our head on right. So we are the Power Creeps. All right, we're back. There we are. <laughs> we're talking about the uh, new Magic Tactics. Yep, for the uh, PlayStation. PlayStation yep. Three. Yep. The future. <laughs> the future is now. The future of rock and roll. <laughs> Basically, it's a um, tactical. Most people know it's like a Final Fantasy Tactics. No, that's actually not the example I give. What would you say then? Like a? I'd say it's it's more like a Heroes of Might and Magic. Mm. With magic card characters. With magic cards. Magic. It's like Cold Sep Saga, which mm, most people won't know. What that kind is. of. <laughs> I don't think it's like that though either. Basically, you're on a. Uh, I describe is you're on you 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 control a planeswalker. Your opponent, whether it's the computer or or a physical person, is controlling a planeswalker, um, and you would both on a grid. On a grid, a kind of like board. a checkerboard. Yeah. You know, checkerboard grid. But it's not going to be just all squares. It's gonna no, like... you're, there's going to be walls. There's going to be different obstacles and things okay. like that. And um, I'm sure summon... I, I think yeah, you summon creatures. By spending, you get basically every turn you get four mana. Yeah, and the way that the mana system works, from what we've read, is um, if you have a deck that's like half red, half black, like every turn you will get two of each. Two of each. You it calculates two. by percentage. Yeah, so if you have seventy-five percent red and twenty-five percent black, you'll have three red mm-hmm. mana and one black, and you can save your mana. Yep. For the next turn, it just accumulates as long as yeah, you want. Yeah, it just accumulates, so it's different. Than Magic the Gathering, where actually you can save it and accumulate, yep. and there's no mana burn in it. And when you put a guy, like when you put a, a creature in a square, he just stays in that square. He stays in that square, and you can move him. Well, you can. Move him. You the, the the goal is to move your creatures towards the Planeswalker to the opponent's Planeswalker. So it sounds like Hero Clicks almost kind of. Would that be a good example? Well, you kind of move your guys around the board and try to get. To, and that's how you kill them. You kill the Planeswalker. You kill them, yeah. And if there's a creature in front of it, you can't you yeah. kill so the creature. Yeah, so there's first. a tactic where, you know, you can you can save up your mana and put out, like, a bigger creature. Sure. You know, like a, uh, you know, I don't know, like 5-5 five, five flying vigilant, you know, like a Baneslayer, if they, you had that in the game. Or you could do a bunch of little guys, you know, on turn one, you know, throw out, like, four 
one casting cost guys and maybe rush them, you know, just ping them for a bunch of damage. And the way I understand it is like you, have, you basically have five slots of spells. Well, I think, yeah, okay. So you pick five spells. You have five spells. And you have five copies of each of those spells. Yeah. But some spells are so good you're only going to have like one copy of it. Or like two a Black copies. Lotus. There's a Black Lotus in the game, yep. Or you can have three copies of it. You can only it. have one in your deck. Yep. So basically, you're still randomly drawing every turn. Yep. So you, but if you have like if you one of your five spells, which I think your opponent even knows what they are, from what I gather, they know no, what's in your no. deck. Oh, they don't. No, they don't know. That's like with the counter spell, you actually have counter before they even play anything. It, it's a buff. It just sits out there. It just a counter sits out there. They don't see it. Though. They don't see it's like it. A trap. It's so really yeah. So if they play something, it's countered. Yeah. You know. Who knows what you counter you, but it could be. So it's kind back. of a gamble. It's it's really weird. It's fine. So like if you play like a black lotus, it takes up one of your spell 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 slots. Yeah, and, and it's I don't really know. I one mean, card in the deck, but yeah. it's really popular. It sounds like you can cast multiple spells per turn. Yeah, as many as you maybe want. Maybe multiples of the same spell per turn. Well, if you draw them, yeah. And I I think once you spend all five of let's say you have five counter spells, let's say you spend all five, they're gone. Yeah, I mean you don't have it. It's just like a deck, and you're also gonna, and the rest of the deck's gonna be all creatures. Yep. And creatures do have abilities. Yep. And the the abilities are a little different because I know, um, I mean, flying works the same, but but like the the example they give is a Sarah Angel has uh, vigilance, and in this game, what vigilance would do is normally when you attack a creature, every creature will attack back. But and it but it only attacks back once, kind of like Heroes of Might and Magic. Yeah. Like if I run up to a creature, attack it, it'll it'll attack back. But then I can send another creature to that creature, attack, and, and it won't retaliate. With like uh, vigilance and the Sarah Angel, it always retaliates to everybody. Okay. To everybody. Okay. So it's pr- it might be pretty important in this game. It, yeah. Okay. It, it's it's I know it's really important in Heroes of Might and Magic. So. Wow. So it's pretty interesting. And it's, it's pretty different. It's yeah. gonna have booster packs. That's pretty much for sure. They said they yeah. are selling booster packs. And they're going to sell them. They're going to sell them, which, which is kind of different. So. Boy, that could be a, a bad thing, in my opinion. It could be kind of interesting. It could be a bad thing. It sounds like they're really trying to push the trading, though, too. Well, they're going to have... A, they're gonna. This thing I heard, you know, what we read today, which is awesome, is they're going to have, like, a trading zone or something. Trading... Yeah, you probably Market, log on. Where you can sell or trade. Sell. You can buy... It's not like you can buy, sell, sell trade. And so you can buy individual cards, you can sell your cards. I'm not sure if it's going to be some sort of game currency. We don't know that yet. They better not do that. We don't know. That'd be a whole But idea. I think the trading zone's a good start, so you can actually... I think trading's not a bad idea. I, yeah. I, I really think they're going to get into some sticky situations as far as people trying to sell the things. Or I, I think you'd try to, try to stay away from selling. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Because it's a secondary market, it does them no good. It really it doesn't do Wizards of the Coast any good to try, you know, having people sell these. But are you going to run into the same problem with Paper Magic, where you're going to have like a Black Lotus that's worth fifty dollars and have one in your deck? It's, it's obviously you're at a big great. advantage. Well, you only have one of that's true in your deck, so it's not going to be a huge advantage. I mean, the odds are kind of. But if there's some good creature, maybe that's like uncommon, and maybe it'll be worth more. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. If these values actually are, if these cards yeah. are actual values, yeah. Who knows? I, I, I mean, obviously they're gonna. It's something they plan on like uh, releasing your content for. I mean, they're probably gonna do certain boosters. Well, it'll depend how well it does too. 
But and it sounds like depending on like if you level up your guy, you get more spell slots. Yeah, too. Each, it sounds like each planeswalker, it, and that, that's the thing that I love about any of these games. Even like Duel of the Planeswalkers is the unlock mm-hmm. aspect. I mean, with this one, it sounds like you start out like with uh, Liliana, Garrick. I'm sure you got Chandra. You have the you know Jay Speller. Sure. And in uh, a Johnny probably, but you would. You unlock spells and creatures for them, and I think you can unlock, I think, 21 spells or something like that, and you can maybe, I mean, you would just have access to more spells and more creatures the further you get with them, and the story mode, the campaign mode, so. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. There's definitely, they've confirmed that there's that there's a story mode. Like a campaign. A campaign, and there's going to be a... Like a daily quest or something. Yeah, the... Every day is different. Every day there's a random quest that it makes for you or something like that. And then there's like just a skirmish where you play just against the computer, I'm sure. I'm sure there's, no, yeah, there's probably a skirmish mode. And then there's probably, uh, and then they said for sure that there's definitely one-on-one opponent. Like I could play against somebody online. Yeah, there's matchmaking and all that. There's probably not going to be co-op, I would guess, which which is horrible. I'm pretty, I'm sure they might though. If you have a skirmish mode offline, you could probably do a... Two versus two co-op or something. Two I don't, I don't think the maps are going to be big enough to well, support. I, I hope they have four, co-op offline. Offline co-op would be even even better. I, they, they would be. I mean, the, the the best thing about Duel of the Planeswalkers was the co-op. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I lo- I love having you know you or whoever over just playing against the computer. Exactly. Computer yeah, that games. was the most fun. Absolutely. And I think I think be missing the boat in a, totally. in, a, in a sense if they if they just kind of glossed over and were like, you know, I think I think it'll be fine as a one player game or just, you know, play, yeah. playing online only against people. I they're really, they're really missing out on the co-op. Well, it was fun in the co-op with Duel of the Planeswalkers cuz you both unlock cards every time, you know. Yeah, and this is the fun. type of game too where you could really Really like do something like with, uh, as a team and like kind of like oh yeah you know, I'm gonna try to corner him over here with this and you awesome. can try to corner him there and let's just you know take out this guy first and then we'll focus on him. I yeah. mean it's they should definitely do it. Well we'll see. We'll see. I got my fingers crossed. And now it kind of looks like too judging by this picture there's like five creature slots too. Yeah, so probably five different creatures and probably four of each or yeah, who knows. It's weird. It's gonna be really weird to see. Our- It'll be really interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting, but... Now, the one thing that we didn't like... And yeah. We're getting a lot of this information from uh, the escapistmagazine.com, or escapistmagazine.com, and it's a good article he wrote up about it. Cause he yeah, played he, it, really in-depth article. He played it at the uh, Comic-Con, right? Yep, and that's where it had kind of... And a... he's saying that they're talking about a sub- possible subscription fee. Yep. Uh, that would just be... And that's a horrible idea. Horrible. I don't know why. There is not a game right now on the PlayStation 3 that I think even has a subscription fee. There's no Final Fantasy Online yet for the PS3? Not yet. No, okay. that's, that's, that's in November right yeah. or something. But, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but even... It's, it's going to be an arcade game, right? This isn't going to be a... I a don't disc even, game. I can't imagine it is an arcade game, yeah, so I can't, there's no way they can charge a fee. Especially no. if you're buying, if you're buying booster packs, there's no If you're no buying, way. if you have to buy booster packs and then on top of it do there's a subscription no fee, that is, there's that no, is beyond greed. No that, way they're going to do that. There's just no way. If that's the case, I would flat out say don't, oh, I, yeah, I'd boycott I would, it, I'd say, yeah. you know, don't do it. Yeah. I you hope know, they don't. Show them they can't I, get really, away with it. I'm really looking forward to it, so I hope they don't The game do looks like, it looks 
to me it looks a lot like Heroes of Might and Magic. It doesn't look which is a good thing. Yeah, but it doesn't look revolutionary. I'll, I'll say that. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, it, it, it's kind of nice. You can kind of build a deck, and you have your planeswalker. You know, it could be pretty interesting. It, it could be interesting. I mean, I, and I always thought it'd be really cool to do something like that with magic and have it like kind sure. of in the magic universe, a tactical game. So yeah, it's kind of like it's like magic, the paper cards with just a tactical yep. game built in. So yep. it can't be bad. I mean. I would think it'd be good, so... Yeah, I'm excited about I, it. I am really excited. I want to see what it kind of looks like. I'd really like to get my hands on it and play it, but... Well, hopefully we'll get more details soon. Yeah. Especially, though... And, and again, all that stuff about the fee and stuff, it, it was kind of up in the air. Mm-hmm. They're not for sure yet. And they they were saying they may go one way or the other, too. Well... F- no, fee and no boosters. That kind of thing. And if, if there's a fee and there's no boosters, buying, buying of any boosters, I may consider it. If it's a great game, but it's got to be a great game. Yeah, and you, I mean, how do those boosters work? You just get a certain amount every just, week? Maybe just unlock from the game. Just unlock packs. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I definitely think they're just going to go the booster route. It sounds like, if they're going to have a trading room and stuff, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, they obviously really want to push the boosters. I mean, they're going to make enough money on the boosters. <laughs> I mean, Wizards of the Coast is making ridiculous amounts of money as is. <laughs> they don't They don't need to screw people over with subscription fees and, and everything else. I mean... I can't... I just don't see it. They don't do it for Magic Online. Exactly. So yeah, Magic Online... Can you imagine if they had a subscription fee to Magic Online? Nobody would do it. Well, Nobody would play it. People would, but not as many. There's no, no question. No way. You'd have to be an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> You would. You'd have to be an idiot to, I mean, to spend money. Well, that's what's nice about Magic Online, too, is you can play it. That's like paying money to go into a store, or paying money to go into your friend's house and play Magic yeah. with them. I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, if you're buying buying the packs, and the, and the packs are going to be priced like normal packs. That's what it sounds like, yeah. Four, which is not four, four good. I mean, pack. it's pretty pricey for a game that's just proprietary. They'll, I think so. they're going to see it. I mean, it, if, what it basically hinges on is, is if the game is good. Yep. If the game is sound, if the tactical aspect makes sense, if it's not just a rip-off of any other tactical game that's been out. Yep. I mean, because Heroes of Might and Magic has a game coming out for the PlayStation, right? Yeah, but that's more of, yeah, it's kind of an update. It's like the DS version. It's an update of, like... It's a tactical game. It's like, it's like, it's not like the computer one, though. It's like anime, graphics, and really strange, but it's basically the same concept, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's... It's going to have to kind of set itself apart and be a unique. Well, I think that's where the, the cards and the deck building will set it apart. Well, we'll so. have to see. I mean, if the game is good, then we'll see. You know, it won't be. Well, hard. And I think the trading zone or whatever helps justify the. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that people should be selling cards. So I don't. I think that's going to hurt them more than anything. Because then you're going to get you're going to get the same thing. You're going to get the Jace, the, the Mind Sculptor. Cards, it's yeah. going to be you know the eighty dollar card, hundred dollar card. And, you know, somebody's going to have four of them in a deck or something ridiculous. So, What not? So we'll have to see how that goes. I mean, We're I, excited I, about it. We'll just have to wait and see. Can I'm we excited. Wait and see altitude. <laughs> altitude. <laughs> T-minus. Anything else about that? Oh, what no. I, I wish I knew when it came out. Uh, it said mid-fall. Mid-fall? So that, to me, means like September, late September. That's uh, kind of beginning of fall. Well, yeah, that's true. November. Yeah, you're right. I'd, so I'd say October, like October, like Halloween. Probably right before Halloween. There you go. That's when we'll decide right now. It's coming we'll out October 15th. No, I, we don't know. I'd say October 27th. <laughs> right before Halloween. 
surprise. Right before a major holiday? Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't who cares. Yeah, who'd want it for Halloween? Who cares about Halloween anymore? Can I get my Halloween present? <laughs> Can I get my Halloween magic present? <laughs> I bought you this game for Halloween. I bet you had Halloween presents. I bet you I didn't. No, I didn't, actually. Really? I, I got candy, though. I dressed up oh. in funny costumes and well, went door to door ridiculous. getting candy. But never had a... My pants used to beat me for Halloween. <laughs> beat me. You had a rough childhood, though. Oh, it's wonderful. It made you, made you, made you hard though. Made me a warrior. Made you a street warrior. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Now, card watch, which we we never we had that card watch sound that I did like card watch. Yeah, I'm supposed that. to insert that into every show. Which we've I, been really good about that. Not too lazy. So pretend that's here. We're gonna do our card watch segment. This is gonna be pretty quick. I just want to go over some of the stuff we did in the past. Uh, what PowerCreeps.com? We Actually, I'll just go to PowerCreeps.com, and I'm sure a lot of people read this already. But it'd be kind of fun to see what we think of and what we did. And we go way back. <laughs> yeah. Way back in the day. Uh, Creepcast number four. We basically said... That's April. Abyssal a Persecutors will buy at 11. <laughs> yeah. And that... Now, were these big online prices, or you said they were kind of a mix of both? Um, basically, I, I was going by... Uh, Half of them were online and half of them were... <laughs> so that makes it really tough. It so makes we'll it just go tough. by the paper prices. How about that? Well, you know what Abyssal Persecutors, it's, it's 11 bucks, Right? You don't know? Abyssal Persecutor? Yeah. I think it's still about 12 bucks. It's 12 bucks, yeah. Okay. So, hey, you made a buck. <laughs> you, if you bought it... <laughs> Back then, you made a buck. We had Vampire... Four months ago. Vampire Nocturnus, we had $20 at sell. We know that was a good choice. Four months ago, yeah. In April. You know, I don't think he's... He's yeah. like 10 bucks. yeah. And he's also going to keep going to the toilet, because once he's not standard legal... I well, can't. vampires just aren't at tier one deck. Black decade. isn't... <laughs> neither but black. Um, everything else pretty standard. I think we had... Uh, you had, you, had, you had Lotus Cobra ten dollars. We had Lotus Cobra had to buy at ten bucks, which I think is he's up to about sixteen. Lotus Cobra is a he. It is a male cobra. It's a male snake. You can tell by the underbelly. It's got an orange hue. <laughs> orange hue. In the underbelly. Yeah, it's sixteen, seventeen, eighteen bucks. I I'm surprised. I think that card's going to go up even more. I'm surprised it's still at eighteen. Well, I know Magic Online it what shot up to twenty seven bucks or something ridiculous. Yeah, that was horrible. Good old Magic Online. <laughs> That's the thing about the market on Magic Online is instantaneous and it's and it's ridiculous. It's so yeah, it's so it's just. Sick. Uh, well, I know over exaggerated. It wasn't like Primeval Titan, not Primeval, but the Grave Titan was. Was going for like way too much online. Was he? Well, we can look now. He's twenty-two bucks online. That's actually pretty normal. He's not twenty-two bucks on paper, is he? What? Yeah, he is. Oh, he's twenty. Oh, yeah, he's twenty-five. Another card I can never get. Great. So. Boy, you really, you didn't prove anything there. <laughs> I proved that I don't know the difference between paper and mail and online. What else do we have here? We had Goblin Guides to sell at five bucks. I like how, I like how we had Day of Judgment buy at eight. <laughs> <laughs> buy, it, buy it now, eight bucks. And it comes out in twenty eleven. Yeah, we didn't know. We didn't oh, see how, that. Yeah, coming. who saw that coming? So if you sold your Goblin Guides at five bucks, you owe us Burger King because they're down to about three bucks. Woo! Yeah, so we're helping the listeners. 
I think I think later on we have buy it again though. We probably do. <laughs> well, we had one week we had consumed the meat. It was our only card watch at sell. Yeah. We'd sell at four bucks. That was in May. You sell those consume the meat. Four. I think you get four bucks for consume the meat. Yeah, it's worth a dollar now. It's going. It's going to be going down. Yeah. Well, so, that, that was in my top five. I thought it was really going to make an impact, and then after yeah. after making a deck around that card, I'm like, you know what? Sell this card. It's not it doing the thing. It's not. It's not working. It's just too conditional. You think? Well, I thought because I had a deck before that that kind of revolved around me sacking things, and you would have to sack things. And the problem was, I ran into these decks where people would have tokens, you know, tons of tokens out. And That's good. Gatekeepers not as useful when I play it. And then you have like 10 tokens, and you're like, oh, I'll just sack one of my elves. Or I'll, you know, so I'm like, you know what? If I had a card like Consume the Meek that yeah. would just destroy all the weenies, then I could just get rid of the big guns. And and it's just too slow. It's just too slow. It doesn't work. Well, that was a good uh, that was a good card watch then, so that puppy. Yeah, it, just, it just didn't work. I tried. I built the perfect deck around it, and it just didn't do so it. So we had Buy Polymorph in April at $2, and we had Sell Polymorph at $5. In May, in May, I think that was a pretty good bet. Oh, polymorph, yeah, polymorph. polymorph just never. Polymorph I can't believe we even hit five bucks. That must have been a Magic Online price. Yeah, and polymorph down to a buck fifty. Yeah, no, that was Magic Online. In Vengevine, we kind of kept going back and forth: sell, buy, sell, buy, sell, buy. We we left it at buy, yeah. and that was about three months ago, two months ago. Thirty bucks. Two and a half months. Yeah. Now here's where we were kind of. We were a little the Avengers in the car, right? We had them at. This is after all the block tournaments. This is after the the block tournaments. We were like, yeah. "Hey, buy Avengers car because he's going to be a, a obviously a pro, the pros like him as a finisher." Well, no, it's just that usually block when you get the the block tournaments. That's when you can really see what the big cards are going to be, you know. And he's only when, worth when Charles rotates out and stuff like that. He's only worth about eight bucks. But the, no, that that was that was the Magic Online. Oh, okay. So if you look him up on Magic Online, if Zendikar is a, he was like a fourteen dollar card. He's twelve bucks. Yeah, you're He's right. A, yeah, twelve. So that 50. was a pretty good, pretty good card watch. So that would have made you what seven bucks online. We uh, boy, we were right in the money. All his dust. We had a, a buy at eight dollars. <laughs> that is not worth that much anymore. Oh sure it is. It's worth f twelve bucks. Twelve. Yeah. Yeah, that card, that card was almost even pushing. Oh, maybe it just dropped down. All right, we're not that great then. Hang your head in shame. Hang your head in we shame. We had Student Warfare buy it a dollar, and it's just, that card just never panned out. Don't no, even with, even with the Night Decks. The <clears throat> Night Decks are really casual, and they never... Casual, the casual appeal doesn't really affect the market, obviously, too much. Um, in June, we had Baneslayer to hold. I'm not sure if that's before or after we knew it was an M11. I think it's before. Yeah, obviously. So we would just like hold it because it wasn't really moving, and it's and still worth. It should have been. It's sell. going down. Should have been sell, sell, sell. You think so? Oh yeah. You, I, yeah. Well, Bane Slayer now is what twenty bucks. Thirty bucks. Well, it's gonna hit twenty. It'll you think drop so? easily. That card, that card's done for. Oh yeah, that card's horrible. No, wise, it's not gonna be nah, a fifty dollar card. Steady. It's holding steady at twenty five. 26. Twenty-five. That it's dropped. Yeah, it's dropped half its value. Well, yeah, it was at fifty one point. Exactly. It, it could hit twenty bucks, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's twenty bucks. That's that's a pretty decent amount for a card. A couple other interesting things we had. Uh, we had Omnath at a four dollar buy. 
Omnath, I still am not sold on that. I was thinking he was gonna. He's not gonna be him. useful, but now with Primeval Titan, it's just not really. No. Nope. Really gonna be useful. Yeah, he's at two bucks, so I'd sell Omnath. Give him your, give him your little cousin, trade <laughs> yeah. your little cousin. Dear Omnath. Uh, Aya Ugin, I still think it's potential. What we said, uh, we said buy it at six. You. Yes. Might be eating some crow on that one. Yeah. Fifty. <laughs> well, no online. That's oh, online. That's a, no, that's online. Okay. Three bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, we we ate three bucks. We bucks all, we all listeners Burger King now. Um, Why Burger King? I don't like Burger. King. I know. I just wanted to pick some weird. That's really it, good. That's off the. That's off the chain. That's off the chain. Uh, last couple, what was it? This is back in uh, July, the July 14th, number 14. We kind of just had a bunch of little little cards to pick up. So I don't know. Probably don't have enough time yet to see if these are... Volacoot on there? Volacoot's kind of... Volacoop. Volacoop. That's a new car from Volkswagen. I doubt it's gone up. Volacoop. It was a promo card and it was a... You know, it did, it did go up a little bit. It's at 99 cents. Yeah. It's so, it's the same. It's a buck. It's always going to be a buck. But, you know, that's one of those cards where you could buy it and trade it. I mean, it's it's I, a hot card right now, so if you if you bought it for a buck, you'd probably be able to trade it for more than a dollar value. Sure. Um, boy, Awakening Zone was 5 That was the online price. Awakening Zone, we had buy at $5. Online, yep. 90 cents. 90 cents. Burger King. Anytime we make a mistake, I'd say that, that's Olive Garden. Oh, that's Olive Garden. That's Olive Garden treatment. Uh, World Queller. <laughs> we had World Queller buy at a dollar. And now it's worth ten cents. Hmm. That was World Queller never quite. Sometimes we're hot. I oh. like World Queller. He's a he's he's a man. He's a man among men. Oh look at that! We made our listeners a quarter on Iona. <laughs> Iona, we said buy at six. So we did our we did pretty good. We're gonna try to really keep an eye on uh, the value. The values have been pretty tough. Yeah, values. And are now we've good. got some good. I mean, the, the thing with the values that's really tough is you gotta wait. You have to wait for Patrick Chapin to say something about a card <laughs> before you can say before you can tell people it's good. Well, we call it a summoning trap. I know that was starting to show up in decks, but it's like once a card just isn't worth anything, it, it just never really seems to go up unless it's you know really really popular. Yeah, summoning trap's not going to go anywhere. No. So, but hey, at least you only lost you know maybe fifty cents. Yeah, no, I think we probably made we did it. All right, we made our listeners more than we lost them. So I would say so, and we're not done. We could, you know, after the rotation, we may be right in some of these. That's true. We'll see. So we don't really have any new card watch this week for the simple no. fact that we've it's been just, really busy. Well, then it's all it's all primeval titan, and, you know, Fauna Shaman. I mean, it's all the same. Really it's, it's our it's our top five. Yeah, yeah. it was really just too re- too redundant to say. Oh, and by yeah. the way, buy my top five. Yeah, there's like <laughs> nothing else to. To say about that, what was your number one? Man Ma- League, probably. Yeah, and that, you know that's, that's a hot card. To if buy. you can buy them, I would buy them. <laughs> I would. But that no, that card definitely it's in every blue deck. Fauna Shaman, that was my number one. Man, that was like my number three or something. Yeah, that was close. That was the only one we had. I didn't have Primeval that, Titan in my top five. It was my number three. It was my number six. So what are you gonna do? That was your number seven. All right, let's get to something fun. We get to we finally get to announce the winner of our black card contest. Woo! Yes. For our new listener, uh, basically we had a contest where we wanted 
people to make a black card that basically fit into M11 that helps make black more relevant. It's still obvious that like mono black or mono black control is really just not viable in standard right now. Nope. So we, what we, we asked you guys to make a card. We said basically make something that can kind of cover for the weakness that black has right now. Mm-hmm. Like maybe something that would kind of push black into the tournament scene. Mm-hmm. And we got a bunch of entries and they're all really good. Yeah, they were so all... So we ended up picking, like, top three or top four. Yeah, we, and we wish we could read them all, but there's just... Not enough days in the hour. Not, not enough, enough hours in the day. Not enough days in the week. <laughs> so we've got... We're going to read... Well, we'll read four of them, because we liked a lot. We really liked these four. We did... The winner we both agreed on, right? Yeah, we kind of just looked through it separately, and then I picked uh, three that I really liked, and you picked three you liked, and then we had... Because we're kind of different players. We're kind of, you know, Timmy, Johnny's, whatever, you know, I have a style, and you have a different style. And you're more we, like we proper, all, casual, I'm more of like... You're more like the EDH guy. <laughs> you're like the EDH, two at a dragon, and I'm... Uh, Read all four, and then we'll tell you the winner, and we'll make it a little... The one that we, the only one we agreed on. Alright, so we'll start with Travis... Travis Jones. I wasn't going to read his last name. I don't want him to get... <laughs> he could probably get, like... He might get a bunch of fan mail. He might have people camped on his house well, now. Why don't we read off his address? That's a pretty common last name. And we will read off all their email addresses so you guys can graduate. <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't do that. Okay, so maybe you should read these cards since you're... Oh. Your sultry voice. Can you even see? All right, all right here uh, we go. Travis. Travis J. All right, I don't know. He kind of wrote a description of it, too, but... It, I'll just read his card. It says go. uh, it's called Volax. Yep. Or Crowrath, if you prefer. <laughs> uh, that's kind of that's completely different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the casting cost is black, black, black. It's a planeswalker, and it is Volrath Crovax. It's a mythic rare, which makes sense. And its starting loyalty is two loyalty. Okay. Now, basically, its plus one ability gives Volvax becomes a legendary creature with power and toughness equal to its loyalty until a turn. Um, it gains pay one black and Volvax gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. So it's uh, like an antique shade. Yeah. It's not bad. And he gets it's a plus one ability, so he'd, right away he'd be a 3-3 three, three that you could pump up. Yep. Um, his negative two ability is tap all swamps you control. Add two black to your mana pool for each swamp tap this way. That's basically Nurkana Revenant. It's pretty sick, though, because you can yep. do it on turn. You can do it the turn you play it. Yep. Although, though, you, you have to do it turn four, because it, it's basically untap swamps. Yep. And then this negative four ability is all creatures get negative one, negative one until end of turn for each swamp you control. So, so that's a boring And we one. thought this was a good Planeswalker, because it... It's not, like, extremely broken, but yet very powerful. It's a little black-heavy, you know, the triple black, which mm-hmm. might be my only knock. But it's, it kind of has to be, because it's all about, you know, it's all about swamps and whatnot. Yeah, it really, really wants to ramp up into something, which is... I mean, on turn four, you can have, you know, eight mana. <laughs> it's pretty sick. Yeah. So there you go, Travis. That would definitely help black. The next one, I'll read this one. This is from Jeff O., it's Influential Countess. It's one colorless, one black creature vampire. Mm-hmm. It's a 2-1. It's, you know, power toughness. And it's a rare. It uh, has death touch. Which is important. And it, if inf- 
influential countess would deal combat damage to a planeswalker instead prevent that damage and gain control of that planeswalker. Mm -hmm. And I think the templating might be wrong, maybe not, maybe it might have to say like... Because technically they have to redirect the damage to the planeswalker, right? Yeah. So, you know, whatever. But basically if the planeswalker, you know, dies or you attack it, you get control of the planeswalker that you attack. Mm -hmm. And it's nice, the thing is, because it has death touch, so... They're going to have to block it or just eat the damage. Yep. And so it's, it's basically nice because either it gets through or... Well, you're going to attack the Planeswalker, actually, so what I just said didn't make any sense, but... Yeah. It's a good card. Yeah. It's well-designed. So if they, if, they have to, if they have to block it to save their Jays, mm -hmm. you know, they're... You'll uh, kill something with it. It's obviously really balanced. Mm -hmm. You might even be able to make it a little more... Maybe even a, a two little two. bit more aggressive. You can make. I would make. I'd like throw a three two or something. Maybe I'd throw black. a lifelink on it or something. Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah. About that, I maybe up the power. Maybe up the toughness. You could throw lifelink on that. I mean, you look at the uh, Nighthawk. I mean, he's three casting costs. Yeah. Flying lifelink. He doesn't even see play anymore. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> even see play anymore. But I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, because it makes the opponent basically lose a creature, no matter what. Or just take two damage. That's no, why because you can attack there, the planeswalker. There needs to be a swing on it. You, yeah, you can attack the planeswalker, but... Uh, let's see what we got next. We got Josh C. You can go ahead and read this. Another, another planeswalker. Uh, another planeswalker, yep. Uh, Liliana Scorned. Uh, it is one colorless, black, black. So three casting costs. Yeah. It is planeswalker Liliana. I'm guessing it's probably a mythic rare. Yeah. Um, it starts out with three loyalty counters. It's plus one. Target non-wall creature attacks during opponent's next turn. If it doesn't attack, destroy it at the beginning of next end step. So it's it's kind of like Gideon, except it's just one creature. It's, so it's kind of like a Netling Imp. Yeah. Um, it's plus zero ability. Is put a zero one black will of the wisp creature token onto the battlefield with flying, and you can uh, pay one black to regenerate it. Yep. And that's. That's nice. And negative four. Add three black to your mana pool. Dark ritual. Yeah, I so like it's, it. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can make it. It's basically it's pretty flavorful. I mean, you got your netling imp. It's you well got designed. Will of the Wisp, you got your uh, dark ritual. Yep. I so, think it's pretty well designed. I think you know, getting a what will of the wisp every turn is. It's kind of it's strong. kind of a gamble too, because I mean, you are gonna make. I mean, you might have to make a will of the wisp creature, and then next turn you might make something attack just to bring us loyalty up war. So uh, it's seems pretty good. Yeah. Why not? Then we had uh, Jamie H, who gave us a pla another planeswalker. Well, we like the planeswalkers, didn't we? This is the winner. Well, I wasn't gonna say that till the end, but <laughs> there you go. This is yes, this is the winning well, I card. Why say it to the end? Well, I just have to read the card. That's cool. You can you can ruin the thunder. This is the winner. This guys. is the winning card. So congratulations to Jamie H. Jamie We're going to email you, actually. We should email him or her. It's, I think it's a him, probably. Maybe a guy or girl. On the show right now, we'll email him. We'll, we'll just do it in a second here. But So congratulations. Let's read the card. Let's see the winning card. Mm -hmm. What what tickled our fancy? Well, I think you can tell from the other three. What kind of <laughs> it's a planeswalker. Plane I didn't realize we picked so many planeswalkers, but that's just the way it went well, down. Looks like black needs a planeswalker. Forecasting costs. Two colorless, two black. Liliana, the Veil Mistress. Yep. That's right. It's uh, Mythic, of course. Starts out with three loyalty. It's got four abilities. Yeah. Well, that sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. Three loyalty. The plus, first ability is plus two exile target card in a graveyard. Which is 
Comes in handy. It's perfect for black. Very, very black. Second play. ability is negative one. Target opponent discards a card at random. At random. Really good. Really Which relevant. Nice. No, negative. Next ability is negative two. It deals damage to target creature equal to the number of swamps you control when you gain that much life, which is a tendrils, basically. A tendrils. But so it's, it's nice, because it's only creatures. It's not... I mean, it's not... It's very strong. Mm-hmm. You know. It's pretty it's strong. Creatures. And then it's got an ultimate of negative 10, where each opponent loses 10 life, and you gain life equal to the, to the life lost this way. It's confusing. Yeah. So basically, you just, you know, they lose 10, you gain 10. So that, it's, a, it's a good ultimate. I mean, it's a 20-point yeah, swing. Yeah, it's, it's a multiplayer. So I think it's awesome. It's like a black jace. Basically, yeah. But it's not just some crazy, ridiculous... Like, no, I, I would I would exactly say it. It's a, it's a pretty good guess. Or, or yeah, I mean, if I was working at Wizards and I wanted to make, like, you know, Liliana for Stars of Mirrodin or for a set, that's kind of the way I'd be looking. If you want to make it really good, yeah. If I wanted to make it If on, you want to make, like, the black jace, yeah. Exactly. So that's awesome. So great job, Jamie. Yep. So let's go ahead and email him slash her right now on the air. So we're gonna, what are we going to say? Congratulations. You have won. Please email all of our listeners your address. No, please email us your address to claim... Your prize. Look at that. Live on the air. Woo! Don't you feel special, Jamie? Be sure to listen to the show to hear this email being typed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's enough typing. Yeah, we don't want to... I don't want to write a whole novel here. I'm kind of boring. So there you go. Congratulations. That was a fun contest. Everyone did really good, yeah. really good cards. There, there was a lot of good cards, and there there was a lot of that. I feel like I, I should mention, but I just next contest do a planeswalker because we will pick a planeswalker. Well, you know that's the thing. Black really needed a planeswalker. It really does. And I think the only other one we picked that wasn't a planeswalker was a way to kill a planeswalker. Yeah. So. So there you go. We just emailed the winner. The winner gets a f- shiny foil. Chrome Mox from the mm-hmm. Grand Prix, so it's going to be sad to see that go, but it's worth it. It is worth it. It's worth it. So congratulations, and we'll obviously we'll probably have another contest. Yeah, we have. Pretty soon. We'll, we'll think of something good. Uh, should we do comments? And wrap this puppy up? Yeah. Wrap it up? Alright, go check out uh, on the MTG Cast Network. See what comments we got. Like we, we didn't have a- uh, more comments, so we need you guys to speak your minds. Uh, well, I, mean, I definitely want people to have to say is for uh, playing online. That's just the coast, my thing. <laughs> I mean, I know we'll find- they're making a lot of money, so they're. There you go. Let's check here. Okay, so go ahead and start one. Like, hmm. There we go. Nice. Uh, you want me to read it? Yeah. Uh, question says, great pimposy cards. Added the reader. A rene- renegade doppelganger plus titans is nice. A red, blue, white deck with frost titan or inferno titan plus ganger could tap down the board, especially to Johnny. Inferno ganger could deal six damage to the opponents and then swing. A follow-up destructive force. Next turn, cleans house. Plus the colors let you run mana leak, which is always nice. Yeah. Uh, in a green, blue deck... That's four land, Primal Titan. If the same blue, if the same green blue had some black in it, 
for Fauna slash Vengevine slash Bloodgast goodness, the deck could squeeze in Obnixilis for Landfall Madness. Death even if you grist lands. Green Blue lets you run Mana Leak and Summoning Trap. There Obviously. You he likes the Renegade game, which is my card watch pick I think I had last Yeah, year. yep. Last and the Titans are just great, so. Uh, yeah. He doesn't talk about the, the Sun Titan combo with the Renegade. Why not? <laughs> there isn't one. Yeah, correct. Um, well, yeah, Preamency says Detroit. I'm thinking Super Metroid. Not sure where, though. And that was the intro music. Yeah. Yep, and he's right. It was Super Metroid. It's like that weird voice, like the Laugh Metroid of Inctivity or something, right? Yeah. That's a weird voice. <laughs> That's a weird voice. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what kind of voice it is. It's weird. Andrew says the sick. Update look. Well, thanks, Andrew. Butcher. It does. And then Andrew says, I enjoyed the videos. I would suggest keeping the live commentary. I personally find it more fun. And that's kind of what we were thinking when we were doing it. We were like, you know, we could go through and handpick some games where, you know, they were interesting or where we... You know, we actually thought it'd be funny to handpick games where we just got slow. <laughs> just handpick games that, like... Because a, a lot of times in Magic Online, you'll just get the... The, the best hand you could possibly ever get, mm -hmm. and then the other person will just concede. Because like, they have a bad hand. Because they have a bad hand. Yep. So we thought it'd be funny to do that, just to show everybody, you know, if you don't play Magic Online... This is what you're missing. This is what you're missing. You're people missing people giving up when you got good hands, and then uh, when you have a horrible hand, looking down to five, they, they have the perfect they hand. They always seem to keep it. <laughs> they always have, like, uh, three lightning bolts. Yeah, we'll do more videos for sure. Oh, yeah. We, we love them. Magic... Workstation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll do that. We'll magic do magic. Online. We'll do Magic Online videos. I can do Magic Workstation videos. Yo, that'd be, that'd be horrible. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely do, because uh, what we're going to do for, try to do for the next show is come up with some rogue decks. Oh, yeah. Some budget-minded rogue decks. I want really? to try to make some real budget decks that we can try to go online with and just slaughter people in the casual room just to be, just to be funny. There make people go. laugh. Make them chuckle. Make them laugh. Make them chuckle. Because we actually win with those cards. Yeah. So we're gonna try that, and then we'll maybe we'll video videotape them. We'll videotape a couple. I'll have of to. Them. I'll definitely have to. Get your computer fixed. My computer and reinstall my Magic Online. And Might be a good idea. Yep. You should. Because you know I have a ton of decks I'm working on right now. I know. And I've been talking to you about them for. We gotta get them out. We gotta get them to yeah. the show. It's top secret stuff. I know. It'll be funny. Mm -hmm. We don't have. We don't have. You know. We want to be budget minded. Just to spit in the face of Jace. Spit in the face of Jace. We're going to be budget-minded now. Mm -hmm. Plus we don't have a choice. Get out of my house, you primeval titan. <laughs> don't belong here. Exactly. Alright. I think we had... I think we added... Yeah, I think, I think we did. I think that's it. What'd you think? Oh, I think it was great. <laughs> I think we did a great show. Uh, I want to mention a few things before we go. Mm -hmm. You have to check Sard's Magic Depot. Oh, yeah. Show notes. Go to the site, powercreeps.com. We have a link. She's a friend of the show. She is. She's a listener also. Oh, absolutely. She's one of you. Yep. And go check out her site. Let's know if you guys bought something, how she did. Mm -hmm. I'm not worried about it. She sells, she sells pretty much all the standard singles. She's got older singles. She's got everything. And, and she, I don't know, did we mention last week that she sells common? 
Well, we're trying to figure out, we're going to work out something with her where we may do a deal with co- like a common pack or something for our listeners. Well, I know she, she mentioned it, that she, yeah. she wanted people to know that she does sell commons, too. It's, she can't eBay them or you something? Can't, yeah, yeah, with eBay, you, I mean, it's like a minimum price. So you, I mean, so. Yeah, something like that. But she definitely has commons, and she probably yeah. has a lot of them. Well, that's why we'll have to, we're going to work out something with her. We might have a special common pack or something kind of cool. Yeah. Just for the creep casters. There you go. <laughs> um, check out the site. We're going to get some writers going on there. Yeah, we definitely definitely want to thank uh, all the people that submitted stuff. and um, The Casual Appeal. The Casual Appeal.com. It looks like they definitely... Uh, kind of a cool site. We'll, we'll work with those guys. We're going to get in contact with them. Maybe they can write some more. Up our alley, more casual. Exactly. Slash, you know, hopefully there's... They like to make crazy decks. That kind of thing. So... And then we'll work on some super rogue casual decks. Super rogue. Like super Robocop. Super cheap, basically, is what that means. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to anybody, Moneybag, Smitty from 60cars.com. Oh, yeah. Anybody else you want to shout out? Pie. Pie in the face. <laughs> oh, pie in the face, yeah. Chapin. The guy that got pied in the face. Jerry T. Yeah. Jerry Thompson got I'd a, shout out to him. Get a pie in the face from Chapin. I don't know if everybody saw that. It was no, I, I, I feel bad for him. That's pretty mean, getting a pie in the face. I don't know if that's like a... Is that like a running joke or something on the Pro Tour circuit? Or was I, that... Is that like a Bill Gates thing? Did he hit like a... What do you do? If he hit like a grand slam or a walk-off home run in baseball, they do that? They, they put a pie in your face, so did he hit a home run or something? I don't get it, but... I don't get it. That was kind of weird. It was awkward. It was awkward at best. <laughs> yeah. It definitely wasn't funny. It was pretty like what? Really? <coughs> Pie in the face? Yeah, I don't. It's know. like the three students. Yeah, I, guess. I mean, I guess it was weird. So I don't know where that video. Where's that video? Was that Man Nation? Starting in post. Starting in post. Okay. Yeah, yeah, if you want to see Pat Chapin put a pie in some poor kid's face as he's doing an interview. <laughs> and the thing that was so sad is that he kept trying to do the interview after it. Yeah, well, he just got piled funny. like cream all over his face. He's like, and like I was saying, you really, you really have. To- I don't know. That was weird. So maybe someone can. Talk yeah, I'm sure it's a joke. I'm sure he knows the guy pretty well. Well, but- of course he does. Yeah, it's Jerry Thompson. There you go. Any other shoutouts? Uh, That's right. You just, you did. Oh yeah, you just shout out to the pie guy. The pie guy. All right. Well, let's wrap it up then. Shall we? What should we say? <laughs> should we? What's there? Oh boy! All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We're the Power Creeps. We live in Minnesota. Powercreeps.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening.